Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, welcome today to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. I'm so excited that you're listening and hanging out with me. Today we're going to talk about interruptions that might be taking over your work block and three ways to better manage your time, specifically during work blocks and to minimize those interruptions or things that might be distracting you. All right. Let's dive in today. I hope you're having a great day today. Sometimes I know we can feel really frustrated at the end of our work block. I know sometimes I do. And you might be kind of looking at all the tasks after your work block and wondering, what did you work on? Or at the end of it, maybe you're wondering, what did I actually get accomplished? And Was that what I needed to get accomplished? It can be really hard to bounce from thing to thing. And it's hard to be focused during your work time, let alone just stay on track and actually feel productive at the end of it. So we are going to talk about some ways to help with all of that. As moms, I think one of our great strengths can also be our weakness. We often multitask, right? We are called to multitask when taking care of kids. As a mom, especially with littles, you're multitasking all the time. You're making sure that you're maybe getting a couple tasks done while you're also watching them, making sure that they're not going to kill themselves or grab knives out of the knife drawer or be destructive or what are they getting into at the same time that you're maybe thinking about what you're going to do that day, how things are rolling in your day, trying to get a meal out or lunches or take them to the park. You're always doing two or three things at the same time. So I think as moms, when our kiddos are little, we're used to multitasking, but sometimes multitasking can be counterproductive. Really? I know, but it can be counterproductive because focusing on a task until it's complete and then moving on to the next task is actually the most productive and efficient way of using our time rather than jumping from task to task and thing to thing without actually finishing those tasks and then having to come back, rethink what you're doing within those tasks. So those kind of things are what we are going to talk about today. And just minimizing interruptions and how you can do that, how you can 
work on the right things you need to work on and finish those and feel productive. All right, let's hop in. Today, you will definitely need a notebook or just check on your phone. You can write things down on the notes section. That's what I'd love to do. But grab a notebook and definitely some coffee and let's get started. Maybe even pop in those earbuds if you prefer. All right. So interruptions, as we're talking about, we as moms love to multitask and get lots done, right? But interruptions can actually be two different types of interruptions. Let's say we're going to talk about today. One can be internally generated and one is externally generated. Now, externally is kind of if your kids are at home and they want your attention, maybe they're little and they're screaming for snacks, or maybe they're older and they're asking about things that they're doing. They want screen time, or they want to go see a friend, or they want you to take a look at this, or they need help on homework. Those are all examples of external interruptions. Now, also that might be phone calls or immediate obligations you need to run off and go do, or other foreseen uh, events can be externally generated interruptions. So those are the kind of things that you don't really have control over. Some you do, but for the most part, external interruptions, you don't have as much control over because it's things that are being done to you as you're working. Now, internal interruptions are ones that you can be more in control of, let's say. So it would be like not being motivated or maybe jumping from task to task, being distracted by other tasks you might do, right? Maybe feeling unmotivated to work on things and kind of a number of other feelings and interruptions that can start internally. So those are more ones that we have control over and can kind of figure out how to deal with. So today we'll be talking about both. I know I recently figured out an internal kind of external interruption or one that I tend to get stuck in is I feel like on rainy kind of cold days, I tend to want to curl up with a nice cup of coffee and read my devotional of She Reads Truth just a little bit longer before jumping into my work block. I love to just sit and curl up and be cozy and just read God's word and kind of meditate on it and think about it and write and journal and do those kind of things. And then I realized, oh, I should really start working on a bunch of tasks I have to do, right? And jump into my work block. But on a sunny day, I realized that I'm far more apt to sit and maybe read my devotional and hang out, but not as much time. So for example, after I read a section of my devotional, I'm like, okay, great. The sunshine just helps me want to jump into my work block and kind of get things done and move on to the next tasks. So it's realizing that on cozier kind of rainy days, I might give myself a little bit of extra time to just read and be cozy. And on those sunny days, maybe it's time to just jump into a couple extra projects. But knowing that about myself helps me to connect with those feelings of feeling unmotivated or motivated and wondering why I'm not jumping into that next task. So I think that really helps 
in just noticing those things. It can even be, as I said, weather related to just feel a little bit more slow going, especially on a Monday, right? I don't know if that happens to you. Maybe it's more seasonal like that, or maybe it's more from a Monday of like, okay, it's time to get my wheels rolling, right? Another thing I have noticed that really helps that I talk about with my clients and help them do is on Friday afternoon, or I think I've talked about this, or the weekend, maybe a Sunday afternoon, you decide, okay, let's take a look at what my next week is going to be, when I have meetings, when I need to get tasks accomplished by, and kind of set up a plan for your week so that Monday you can hit the ground running and you're not like, It doesn't take you half of your work block to figure out what you're doing because then you're not as productive and you're halfway through and you're like, I don't remember what tasks I need to be finishing for this day. So it just helps you get a jump on your week. It's like going to bed a little early so that you get some extra rest and sleep, all those things. I work with my clients to just take care of so that they can have the most productive time that they can during their work block and accomplish amazing things. We all have amazing gifts that God has set before us. And I think it's really cool to see how he's going to use those, but we have to set aside the time to work in those work blocks and get the things done that he wants us to do. So If you need some help in figuring that out, and if that resonates with you, if you need some help, maybe mapping out your week or being a little bit more productive in your work block, grab a free coaching call with me. It's just 15 minutes and we can connect and see if coaching is a good fit for you. You can contact me at coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G at birdmichelle, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. I would love to just see if we're a good fit and if you need a little hand up the mountain. All right, let's jump into what we're talking about today, the distractions and interruptions and just keeping those interruptions to a minimum so that we can better use our time when we sit down to do work in our work block. So as we talked about, there are two different types of distractions, external and internal. So how do we minimize both of these so that we can actually manage our time and get things done? With external, there's a few things that you can do to minimize distractions in that area. Obviously, you can't control your kids and you can't control situations that might take you away or if you have a meeting at school or if you need to go pick up kids or maybe you're running late after dropping them off. Those kind of things, the external things that you can't control, some you can't. But we're going to talk quickly about some that you can. So one external thing would be your phone. Oftentimes our phone is so distracting, right? So setting it on work mode will help any incoming calls that aren't especially urgent or aren't an emergency on the work setting on your phone. Usually you can set it to receive calls if they're from specific people. So for mine, I have set receiving calls from my husband or my kids or my mom, people who I would really need to talk to 
or might be an emergency if they are calling me or especially their schools too, right? But you can set your phone on work mode so that it's not buzzing. It's not distracting you. Maybe a friend is just texting you to ask how your day is going or if you want to grab lunch or dinner sometime or maybe something else or asking you a question. Those kind of things can be super (laughs) super interruptive, I guess I could say. I don't know if that's a word, but they can interrupt your train of thought. They can interrupt the task that you are doing at hand. They can also interrupt you because then you pick up your phone and you get distracted of 15 other things that you think about as you pick up your phone. So setting your phone on work mode is key and it will help minimize those external distractions of phone calls coming in and you being notified of them. Number two is setting an uninterrupted time for your work block. So setting aside time that either your kids are in school or maybe you have a babysitter for little ones or maybe they are napping and you've set aside time to do your work or maybe it's in the evening after they've gone to bed and you've set aside time to work. So Number two is setting aside uninterrupted time for your work block. And I think that's key. You can only do what you can if there are emergencies that come up or your kids wake up from their nap early. Sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles for that day, right? But setting aside uninterrupted time that you can get your work block done will help alleviate stress because you're going to stop wondering when is my work block and when can I get these things done? I have all this stuff on my plate. It will minimize all of that. And number three, having a clear designated space to work. So this is setting up an uninterrupted workspace. So that means having a desk that's clear of clutter so that things won't distract you having a space that you can come and sit down and work I know for me, sometimes I like to do different tasks in different spaces around my home. When I record episodes, I love to record in our bedroom in the corner. I have a cute little table that I set up, right? It's really a fancy, it's just a card table that is super cheap from Costco that you set up, right? But I like to set that up and that's kind of my little recording studio in our bedroom. I can close our doors. It's not loud. The acoustics are fine. Even when I have kiddos at home, it's not so bad because it's kind of tucked away up in our bedroom. So it works out pretty well. It also allows me to sit at a makeshift desk, which is very nice because a couple times I've tried recording in other spaces like on the floor or on my phone or in an uncomfortable position and it just kills my kills me after a while. So find a designated kind of work space that you can do your things and what works best for you. As I said, I like to kind of move around. So I record in one spot. I do my work downstairs in our office. I do any kind of devotional or reading work in a cozy chair that I can look outside out over our front walkway and kind of that's light and bright. So find a place that works for you that maybe brings you energy. I know I used to work in our kitchen on the big kitchen table. And I enjoy that in the summer, but in the winter, I found it's really kind of dark and kind of dismal and puts me in just a negative mood. I far prefer 
being in a more sunny area like our office and looking out over the front yard that gets a lot of sun in the morning. So find a place that works for you and is kind of a designated place that you can clear off and have everything you need right there ready to go because that will minimize distractions as we're talking about and it will always minimize also excuses of oh I just need to do this or take care of this before I can set up for work. So Those are the three. Number one, setting your phone on work so it minimizes external distractions. Number two, setting aside uninterrupted time. And number three, designating a clear space for working. So those are some external groundwork steps that you can put in to minimize distractions. And then now we're going to talk about three internal ways that you can minimize distractions. Number one, we've kind of touched on, but it is with your phone. So number one is don't touch social media apps. Now, if you're working with them for business, I would highly suggest setting a timer of how long you are going to be in that app for that particular time. And that should be most helpful because as we know, social media apps and our phones are designed to suck us in. And then It's an hour or two later and we realize we have been super distracted and interrupted with the things that we need to do. So don't touch your social media apps. And if you do designate a specific time, number two is don't get distracted by the to-do tasks. Now this is so easy and comes just normally, I think as moms, because we're multitasking and always thinking about things. I've often heard that your brain as a woman is like a computer and you can minimize windows, but you can't close them until that task is completed. Whereas guys typically can just close a window and not think about that task again. But for women, it typically will pop back up And you can minimize things, but they will pop back up of like, oh yeah, I need to make that doctor's appointment or we need to figure out those classes for school or your mission project, we need to figure out that or Timmy's arm hurt and we have to call his pediatrician or you need to take your dry cleaning in or get something fixed. So things pop up all the time in our brain. So it's key to not get distracted by those little tasks of, I'll just check my email and see if this person replied, or I need to send this thing, or I never sent this email to this person. I totally forgot. And to jump back into that task. Instead, take a pad of paper. I have a small notebook thing of paper. Make a list on the paper of the things that you are thinking about during your work block. And then Do them at either the beginning of your next work block, maybe for 30 minutes, you see how many you can just knock out or set aside 15 to 30 minutes in the afternoon to see how many things you can knock out of that to-do list after your work block. Write those things down so that they don't distract you, but you have a place to write them down. I also have an app in my phone that I love. It's called Errands, and you can set a bunch of different lists. So That I tend to use if I am not in my work block and I'm doing 
other things like around the house and I remember oh wait we need this from Costco we're almost out or we need to order this next time we go to Safeway somebody needs to pick up some ketchup because we just ran out of ketchup and our children use that like anything else so all those kind of things I write down in the app it's called errands and you can set a bunch of lists and so I love it I also use it for things I want to look up on the internet like maybe somebody was talking about a product that they recommend or something I think might be interesting to look up or information I can put that in there and then be like okay when I have time to go look it up I'll go look it up versus I don't want to forget it but I I also don't want to be distracted by looking up this thing on the internet and then being like, oh, great. Now this leads me down another rabbit trail. So use your to-do list kind of, or just a list of tasks that you think of as you are in your work block. Have a piece of paper to write those down. As I said, I prefer a piece of paper when you're doing your work block because then your phone doesn't distract you. But if you're not in your work block, oftentimes we're carrying around our phone, right? So writing down or making lists on your phone is super helpful when you have a couple minutes or when you're not in your work block. Hopefully that was clear. It's a little confusing, but if that's confusing, contact me and let me know. But yes, use a piece of paper and a pen when you're in your work block and use the app on your phone to make lists when you are not. Okay. Number three is to focus. Now this means to take short breaks if you need to, maybe get up, move around, but use a timer when you're working on a task. If you need to do social media, use a timer so that you're not stuck in that forever. Or also use a timer to set like, how long does it take me to finish this task? Or how long should it take? Maybe it takes you an hour to do this task that should take 30 minutes. And so you can kind of think about, okay, what ways can I make that shorter? Or what ways can I make it more productive? Also, you want to make sure that you are getting enough sleep so that you're not exhausted. That will (laughs) minimize distractions. You want to make sure that you are hydrated so that you can focus a little more clearly. And you want to make sure that you are really fueling your body and eating healthy. So all those things kind of help your brain focus, help brain power, and will help you focus during your work block. So as we've just talked about for the internal interruptions, these are ones that you can control a little bit better. They are generated internally. So number one is to make sure that you are setting a timer on social media apps or that you're not touching your phone during your work block. Number two is don't get distracted by all the to-do list tasks that are running through your brain. Write them down during your work block and then set aside 30 minutes to knock them out. Number three, focus and take short breaks if you need to, but focus your mental energy on what task you have ahead. And that might mean making sure that you're hydrated, that you've got enough sleep and that you're eating healthy. I really hope that this episode has just given you a couple new ideas of ways that you can minimize distractions and interruptions during your work block. It's really key that interruptions do not take over your work block and kind of skew you to another side. We actually 
would love it if we are super productive, but life happens, right? So these are just a couple ways you can minimize those distractions and those interruptions. As always, if you need some help, I would love to connect with you and kind of troubleshoot what kind of things you need to do as a time management coach. I help clients all the time figure out in their schedule what isn't working and what needs to be fixed. And oftentimes it's something that either they can't see themselves or it might be something that they never thought of. So if you're running into a problem day after day, kind of hitting yourself against that same wall and you need some help, I'd love to be able to connect with you and work with you. So contact me if you just want a free 15 minute coaching connection call. We can see if that works for you, if coaching is what you need, or maybe you need something else. I'm here to help my friends. So connect with me at coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G at bird, Michelle, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And I would love to help you with whatever you need. I really hope, as I said, that this episode has helped you and maybe helped you focus on a couple more things during your work block, promoted less interruptions for next time, and will help you feel successful and productive at the end of your day. Until next time, my friends, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 